All right, y'all. You know, I usually start every episode with a fun fact. But before we get into the fun fact, I first just have to say thank y'all so much. Last week, we started appearing on Apple Podcast History Charts. At first, you know, on the back end, I was seeing numbers go up. We were getting over... 500, 1,000 downloads a day. And I was like, what is going on? What is happening here? And then I figured out that we were on the Apple podcast charts, the history charts to be specific. And we went from 155 to 142 to 75, all the way to 70. And I just want to say thank y'all so much. It probably was because it was Memorial Day weekend and I had a Memorial Day episode, but it also is because you guys are listening and leaving reviews and sharing. And so before I jump into this episode, I just wanted to express gratitude to everyone who has ever listened to an episode. Even if you didn't finish an episode, I appreciate you. So thank you. Now let's jump into the episode. Fun fact. There are 17 different pride flags. Let me repeat that. There are 17 different pride flags. Now, most of us are familiar with the most popular flag, which is the traditional six color rainbow. And that's cool. And that is beautiful. I love that flag. But the traditional six color rainbow flag isn't the only one that flies high. Today, each flag has its own unique design to celebrate all the different communities that celebrate pride. There is a lesbian flag, there is a pansexual flag, there is a transgender flag, and they all fall under these 17 different pride flags. Each flag has their own meaning. I told you three of them already. And they have their own history that contributes to the entire LGBTQIA plus community to create a diverse and inclusive culture. So that is the fun fact of today. Welcome back to That Wasn't In My Textbook, our bi-weekly podcast that helps us uncover the things we always wish we learned from that boring, bulky textbook. I'm your host, Toya, and you're now listening to season four, episode seven on seven things you might not know about Pride. Now, originally I released this episode in June, 2021, but it's been, what, two years since then? So it's time for a refresh of sorts and a re-record of this episode, giving you more facts, more history, and more pride. (laughs) Plus, I've learned so much more important facts about pride and the LGBTQIA plus movement that I would like to share. And in the face of 491 anti-LGBTQ plus bills in the United States that are floating around right now, it only felt right to update this episode with uplifting and informative facts to create a safe space For all of us, but especially for the queer community, especially trans and gender nonconforming youth and people of color, I wanted to update this episode to reinsert some pride and rejoice and feel joy through the facts of this episode. So let's get into it. Okay, I don't think I've said this already, which is so crazy, but happy Pride Month. Happy first day of Pride, folks, or just happy Pride, right? I think all those three. 
can be said. This is the time of year that we see all the rainbow flags start popping up, right? They're in the corporate offices. They're in the windows of your favorite coffee shops and restaurants. They're staked into people's front yards, plastered on people's windows of their apartments. These vibrant flags are everywhere and they are endless. And of course, they are beautiful and they're found specifically at the pride parades throughout the U.S., So if you don't know or haven't realized, based on the things I've mentioned, June is Pride Month. And that's what this solo dolo episode is all about. And while here on the podcast, we celebrate Pride 365-24-7, June has been the month officially and unofficially, right? So June has been an unofficial month of celebratory queerness for decades. Though the origins of Pride Month spans all the way back to the 50s, President Bill Clinton officially made a gay and lesbian Pride Month in 2000, And then President Barack Obama made it more inclusive in 2011, calling it Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, and Transgender Pride Month. But hey, no matter what you call it, I've also heard it referred to as Gay Christmas, which is cute, and I hope it's not offensive to anyone. But Pride Month has a rich history that informs how it's observed today. No matter how you celebrate Pride this month, knowing its history can give you a fuller, deeper, richer, and more vibrant experience and appreciation of the months and its origins. So whether you consider yourself a part of the LGBTQIA community, consider yourself an ally, a bystander, or don't believe in labels and plan on being dipped in glitter and holding up beautiful signs, let's learn about how June became Pride Month and how transgender and non-conforming people of color made Pride Month possible for all of us. Now, a few little housekeeping things, well, really just one housekeeping thing, which is that I wanted to break down the acronym, right? Which is LGBTIQA+, which I will be saying a lot. And even I had to look it up just to make sure that I knew exactly what this evolving acronym stands for, because at one point it was just LGBT+. So that's why they always have the plus, right? It has changed over the time, and I'm sure it will continue to change, which is what is so beautiful about this acronym. It's ever evolving. So you will hear me throughout the episode, and you've probably already heard me say LGBTQIA+. And so that stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, intersect, and asexual. So that's not one of the facts of today, but I think it's something that we should know. I think a lot of times we use acronyms in life and we don't even know what they mean or we're afraid to ask for verification. And so I just wanted to start off with a little bit of housekeeping, a little vocab, right, for the episode. So now that we got that out the way, let's jump into this episode that has a quick overview of the historical significance and impact of Pride in the Gay Liberation Movement. And we will learn seven cool facts about Pride Month that will in particularly reveal what Pride Month is, how it started, the symbolism of the flag, because the colors have meaning, y'all. So let's get into it. All right. Seven facts we should know about Pride Month. Fact number one. This year's theme is rage and resistance. Yes, pride has a theme, y'all. Last year's theme for 2022 was a celebration of the 50 years of pride with a focus on acknowledging the many positive achievements of the LGBTQIA 
plus movement. Now, back to fact number one, right? This year's theme is rage and resistance. Pride started out as a riot against police brutality at the Stonewall Inn, a gay dive bar in New York City. Black and brown trans women have been at the forefront of leading against the homophobia and the racism that exists in our society since day one. Unfortunately, the rights and humanity of trans people are constantly right being called out. They're being threatened with violence. It's crazy. At the same damn time, we're still fighting harmful ideas of white supremacy, homophobia, transphobia, and let's not even forget like racism. That's that's always something we're fighting too, right? Along with all these other things. As I stated earlier, we're also battling nearly 500 anti-LGBTQ plus bills in state legislature across the country right now in 2023. So this pride is all about rage and resistance. And that makes sense, right? Thinking about all the things that we're fighting, these laws, these bills, banning books, erasing history, right? And rage and resistance is all about recommitting ourselves to standing in solidarity with the most marginalized community members. So that is fact number one. Rage and resistance is this year's theme. Fact number two that we should know about pride which is what is Pride Month? We kind of talked about it already, but I feel like we have to put that in the fact, right? Which is Pride Month is the entire month of June dedicated to uplifting and amplifying LGBTQIA plus voices, right? Celebrating the culture, the activism then and now, today, okay? Overall, it's a yearly celebration that recognizes the impact of the LGBTQ plus people and culture that has impacted history locally, nationally, and internationally. Celebrations include parades, picnics, parties, workshops, concerts, and other events that attract millions of participants around the world. Fact number three, let's talk about how Pride Month started. Most people cite Pride Month and the gay liberation movement starting on June 28th, 1969, the night of the Stonewall Riots, which was 55 years ago. On this night, police raided a popular gay bar in New York City, West Village called the Stonewall Inn. Unfortunately, this was common, right? It was commonplace at the time for police to be running up and through safe spaces, starting trouble and antagonizing LGBTQIA plus individuals. But on that night, 55 years ago, people had had enough. The patrons of the bar fought back against another discriminatory police raid starting the Stonewall Riots, which went on for days. The raid sparked riots, six days of protest, and clashes with the police. And we already know how we feel about the police over here. Listen to the History of Police episode if you haven't already. Although the uprising was not the start of the LGBTQIA movement, it is seen as a critical moment and a spark in the movement. And so a year later, the first Pride March happened in New York City on the last day of June, and it was actually called the Christopher Street Liberation Day, since Christopher Street is the physical home of Stonewall Inn. And the march started in the West Village in New York, followed by what they called, in quotes, a gay gathering in Central Park. 
Now, it's important to know that these parades called Gay Liberation Marches were held in remembrance of the Stonewall in riots. But also, they were protests. They weren't just parades. They were actually protests. The marches drew the presence of thousands of people, police resistance, and media coverage. This became a way for people to show their pride while continuing to fight for LGBTQIA rights. Since then, of course, the day has expanded into a month-long celebration. And one thing we should know and remember is while the Stonewall Riots is one of the most popular, one of the most known LGBTQIA plus led uprisings, there are others that happened. There was the Haven in New York. There were Cooper Donuts. There was the Black Cat Tavern in LA. And I also believe there was Compton's Cafeteria in San Francisco. So all of these were uprisings that were responses to police harassment and brutality. And they are all the reason why we have Pride Month today. All of them remember that, right? So the history of pride is not just about one night of protest in one location. It's about activism and uprising across the country from the 50s to today, right? Then and now. History is happening this very moment. Fact number four that we should know about Pride Month. The Stonewall Inn is still open today in New York City, and it is a national monument. It is considered the first LGBTQ plus national monument, and it is listed as the dedicated birthplace of the modern lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender movement. It probably has a plus in there, too. Movement. Okay, fact number five that we should know about Pride Month, the colors in the pride flag have powerful meanings, right? We've already know there's 17 different flags, but every flag has a color or a combination of colors and they all have a meaning. The first pride flag was designed by gay artist Gilbert Baker 45 years ago in 1978. It originally had eight stripes, with each color symbolizing a different concept. The one we see today only has six, but the original one had eight. And the first flag flew at the Gay Pride Day in San Francisco on June 25th, 1978, 45 years ago. So let's go into these colors. Red symbolizes life and passion. Green symbolizes spirit. Yellow symbolizes radiation and new beginnings, kind of like the sun. Green symbolizes nature. Blue symbolizes harmony. And purple or violet symbolizes our individuality, our unique identities, right? And so those are the six colors that we see today. Again, like I said, there was originally eight. And so in the original flag, there was a hot pink, which represented sex, sexuality. And then there was also a turquoise, which represented magic and art. Over the years, there has been many variations of the flag, like we talked about, the 17 flags and the fun fact. In 2018, a non-binary American artist and designer named Daniel created the progressive flag that called for more inclusivity. The flag was altered to add like an arrow to it. And in the arrow, there are black, brown, pink, baby blue, and white. And so the flag was altered to stand in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter protest that was happening during 
that time and as well to include other marginalized groups that are predominantly left out of white LGBTQIA plus spaces. So the black and the brown represents black folks, indigenous folks, and other people of color, while the whites, blue, and pink were added to represent the trans pride flag as, you know, the trans community is continuously being threatened and because of the trans community's role, right, in the Stonewall riots and the movement. Today, it's common to see different variations of the pride flag because there's actually 17 different ones. Each one symbolizes different identities. So you might see the progressive flag that we just discussed or the pansexual pride flag or the lesbian flag or the trans flag. And there's so many others and they all just show love and inclusivity. And we love that. (laughs) Fact number six. Did you know that pride is celebrated at different times throughout the year, depending on what city you're in? Atlanta, Orlando, Louisville, all celebrate Pride in October, closer to National Coming Out Day, which is on October 11th. There are also other celebrations throughout the year, such as Atlanta Black Pride during Labor Day weekend. And, you know, we just love celebrating Pride all year long because we already know Pride, Black History Month, you know, Asian specific heritage month, like all those months are celebrated 365 on that wasn't in my textbook. We already know that, right? (laughs) So fact number seven and our final fact for things we should know about pride is that, you know, I've already touched on it, but I wanted to emphasize that pride was started by transgender and non-conforming folks of color. And I'm going to tell you three major figures we should know to help kick off Pride Month, right? Let's know some names. We have some general ideas, but I feel like there are some people that definitely weren't in our textbooks that we should know. The first person is Marsha P. Johnson. Word on the street is that Marsha threw the first swing at the Stonewall riot. Now, you'll see from these other people that I highlight, there's a lot of rumors and a lot of debate of who took the first swing of resistance against the police. It's kind of like a prominent thing, right, that people try to own. And we'll never be able to figure it out. But Marsha is listed as one of those people who threw the first swing. Marsha was a trans Black woman celebrating her 25th birthday at the time of the riots. She fought for transgender rights with her homie Sylvia, which I'll tell you about as well. And they started an organization for homeless LGBTQ plus youth. She passed away in 1992 at the age of 46 after the police found her body in the Hudson River. Her death was initially ruled a suicide despite friends and loved ones insisting that that couldn't be the case. So Marsha P. Johnson is a name we should know. Rest in peace, Marsha, and thank you. The second person that we should know about that was pivotal in the Stonewall riots is Sylvia Rivera, who was actually Marsha's homie. Sylvia was an activist, a self-professed drag queen who was also throwing punches during the Stonewall riots. Sylvia also fought for transgender rights alongside Marsha, creating a program called STAR, which stood for Street Transvestite Action Revolutionaries to help house homeless LGBT plus youth. She advocated for transgender rights until her passing in 2002. Thank you, Sylvia. Rest in peace. And the last prominent figure 
We Should Know that was not in our textbooks that helped us have this wonderful bright month is Stormy Delaveria. I think I said that right who was a gay activist, singer, and drag performer who was also at the Stone Riots that night. And her friend Lisa told the New York Times upon her death in 2014 that Stormy was actually the first person to swing a punch that night. Look, we're never going to know. But they were all there and they all made a difference. So rest in peace, Stormy, Marsha, and Sylvia. And thank you. So those are the seven facts we should know about pride as we talk about and uncover the history of more and more liberation and civil rights movements here on the podcast. Like I said before, we talked about the history of police, but that's not a movement. But we've talked about the resistance of Palestine in an episode. We've talked about Black Lives Matter. We've talked about the civil rights movement. And I'm sure we will talk about many, many others. And it's just been really inspiring and important to see and learn these facts together with y'all because I don't know these off the top of my head, right? I do research, but it's also been important to see these movements and learn about them to make these connections, right? To see how the civil rights movement influenced and inspired the LGBTQIA plus movement and the women's rights movement and the Black Lives movement, like how that all kind of connects and We learn from one another, we uplift one another, we inspire and we encourage one another, right? We are brothers and sisters in this fight for true freedom and equality. And it's beautiful. The last couple of years, you know, it's been a little hard, right? Especially with the pandemic, especially with these right-wing folks that are banning books and erasing history and taking away rights. So it's understandable to maybe feel weighed down or discouraged by all of it, but that's what this podcast is for, right? To give you some facts and history that make you feel good, that let you know that people are out there then that we're finding and people are continuing to fight now and to highlight our progress, right? So doing this research and learning about these different forms of resistance that are going down here in the US and abroad and learning about the people who have sparked these movements make me feel happy and hopeful. And I hope it does the same for you. Shit, this year's pride theme of rage and resistance? I don't know, I love that. It it sparked a little... Something, something in me, okay? And the theme alone, you know, the word rage just lets me know that I'm not alone right now, right? And any anger that I'm feeling with all the opposition. And I hope it does that for you too. Like, I feel encouraged. Like, we are going to dismantle all this oppressive shit together, period. And we are also going to celebrate, right? Even though we're fighting, we can also celebrate our accomplishments, celebrate one another in rainbows, in colors, in chants and song. There's so many ways, right, that we can celebrate and uplift each other during Pride Month, during any month, during any time of the year, 365, okay? You feel me? So on that note, I feel like I'm getting a little teary-eyed over here. On that note, if you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoy learning non-whitewash news fest history topics, please subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Drop a couple of stars and leave a review. We're kind of at like 60, I think, reviews. I would love to get to 70. So if you're listening to this episode, take a moment. You could just write one sentence, you know, of what you learned or what you liked or if you enjoyed it. And I would 
Really, really appreciate that. And again, thank you for those who have been here who are checking this episode out for the first time because we got on the Apple history charts and that just that just made my year, y'all. And it's only June. <laughs> and, you know, as always, make sure you subscribe. I already said that, right? Check out that wasn't in my textbook.com for show notes. We have all our resources on there, links to everything. I also included a link of a website that's tracking all the anti-LGBTQ plus legislation, like where they're happening and what states and what you can do about it. So if you're interested in that, definitely check out the show notes on whatever app you're listening to or on the website. And, you know, follow us everywhere on the interwebs, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We even have a Pinterest page and a YouTube channel that, you know, is struggling, but we're coming back. Um, All right. That's all I have. Make sure you come back, not this week, but the next week for our Juneteenth episode, which is always a special episode because that's when the podcast started. So I believe that's going to be my third year podcast anniversary, which, oh my God, went by so fast. I'm so excited to talk to you more. And until next time, remember, knowledge is power. Oh, and happy pride, y'all.